You're listening to the Her True Strength Podcast. And if you're the woman who's ever felt intimidated walking past the free weight section of the gym with all of its awkward grunts, small spaces, and seemingly professionally fit gym goers, then tune in. Because it's likely that deep down you have a desire to get strong and build muscle. That's probably why you're listening to this podcast. But there's this wall of resistance that's stopping you from trying every time you think about it. If that's you and you're ready to feel equipped and ready to take the next step towards strength, then tune in. Her True Strength Podcast is your faith-based approach to discovering how to build your strongest body yet. You'll learn how to strengthen your mind, body, and spirit all through the lens of the gospel. I'm your host, Laura Lindahl, follower of Jesus, lifter of weights, and adventure enthusiast. And I empower faith-based women to build strong bodies from the inside out so they can confidently impact the world with strength and grace. Welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Her True Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Laura Lindahl, and you are here because you are tired of feeling the gym intimidation, which is that feeling that wells up in your head when you walk past the free weight section and straight towards your enjoyable elliptical, steadfast stair stepper, and trusty treadmill. If you've ever glanced over at the free weight section of your local gym and thought to yourself, I don't belong there, know that I hear you and I see you. And believe it or not, I was once you. (laughs) Of course you feel intimidated by the free weight section of the gym if you've never been taught how to lift properly, what weights to use, what exercises to do, and how to take up space there. It's completely normal for our brain to put up a defense to what is new. And as a result, it can seem intimidating, even dangerous or risky. And what does our brain do at all costs? It avoids risks. So. If you've been avoiding the free weight section, I want to let you know there's nothing wrong with you. You are not doing anything wrong, but without knowing it, you might be robbing yourself of the experience your body needs to gain strength and confidence. And that is why we're listening in today. See, in our mind, we create a belief about the free weight section. You might think it's scary over there, so therefore you should avoid it. In other words, the free weight section is not worth the risk. But let me ask you this. Have you ever done something scary before and it was worth the risk? Like maybe saying yes to the man you marry, deciding to have kids, learning to ride a bike for the first time. You are doing scary things all the time and you don't even know it. You are a risk taker. (laughs) See, when you agree with the belief that the free weight section is to be avoided at all costs, when you agree that the risk is not worth the benefit, When you let the fear of what others might think of you, the fear of getting hurt or looking like you don't know what you're doing, decide your action steps and swerve you back to comfort cardio, you're operating your life inside your comfort zone. You're letting fear run the show. And as a result, the aches, pains, or pressures that you feel in your body, they won't change. If you always do what you've always done, you will always get what you've always gotten. The tightness in your low back you feel after sitting the pressure you feel in your knees when you go up the stairs, maybe the lack of muscle that you feel frustrated by that you're not gaining from the cardio, that won't be solved by doing more cardio. (laughs) Those are things that can only be solved through building strength. While the treadmill, elliptical, bike, and stair steps are great forms of conditioning for your heart, 
they're not designed to build muscle and strength, regardless of how they are advertised. Your body responds to the stimulus that is exposed to. Expose it to cardio and your cardiovascular system will get healthier. Expose it to strength and your body will build muscle. Your body will build strength at the most basic foundation. See, the truth is this. What challenges us changes us. If you only ever do what you are comfortable with in the gym, your body will stay the same. You will only ever believe that you are capable of doing that if you never challenge what you can do, what is possible for you. If you're looking to get stronger, if you want to move with less effort, if you want to feel strong in your body to make your body feel like it is working for you, then the fact of the matter is that requires you to face the fear of the free weight section head on and tell fear to take a back seat. See, when you realize that everyone starts at square one, and you're no different. You allow yourself to take action before you are confident. Because if you take nothing else away from this podcast, remember this. Confidence is not a prerequisite to building strength. It is a byproduct. And waiting for enough confidence to start strength training is like waiting at the train station for a ride to the North Pole. (laughs) I hate to tell you this, but it's not coming. And you'll be waiting a whole lifetime rather than gaining the strength you want all while wasting your time. You won't always feel intimidated. You won't always feel like you don't belong there. You won't always feel like everything is new and scary until you decide to start showing up and give it your best shot. And after today's episode, you'll know how to walk into the free weight section feeling prepared to take action and feeling comfortable faster so you can start to see the progress and the strength that you want. So I don't know where you're coming from as you listen to this podcast. Maybe you've been going to the gym for years. Maybe you've been doing the same routine of cardio and group fitness and aren't seeing any changes or feeling stronger. Maybe you've been battling workout trauma. Maybe you have had injuries from group fitness classes, and you just feel like you're not making any progress in your strength, no matter how frequently you show up. Or maybe you're a runner. You've been a runner your whole life and are starting to feel the effects of a running program that hasn't included strength training. Maybe you're feeling it in your knees, your back, your hips. Regardless of where you're coming from, everyone has the same entry point into strength training, and that is new. And new doesn't mean bad. So please, please, please stop labeling yourself as a fool because you're new at something. No one is born with an intuition for strength training. We all have to learn it. Every single person on Instagram that you see up there lifting heavy weights, throwing barbells around, started at square one at some point. We all have to learn, right? Everyone has to be a college freshman at some point, right? Everyone has to go through those years of putting in the time and effort to learn in order to graduate. So let's talk about some practical strategies that you can use to step into the free weight section with confidence. What are some things that you can do mentally or practically to walk into that room and know that you have a plan, you are there with purpose, and you belong there? All right. First, let's address the elephant in the room that some of you might be thinking. What if I get hurt? I don't know what I'm doing. This is one of the most common fears that I hear women and I get it. 
No one is standing at the front line for an injury. Nobody wants to get an injury setback, right? But I want you to think about that fear. Just take that fear out of your head for a moment. Have you ever gotten hurt and not stepped into the gym? Has your low back ever felt tight after a walk or after a run? Have your knees ever ached after doing yard work? Being present in the free weight section is not inherently going to harm you. In fact, I would say that spending more time in the weight section will decrease your risk of injury in the long run. Strength training builds a resilience for your joints and strength of your body. So it's able to resist injuries better. It's actually the opposite of what you might think. What, does this mean that you'll never feel discomfort or aches or pains? Not necessarily. You're going to feel uncomfortable and it's okay. That's a part of how you grow. But think about it for a moment. Don't you think you'd be able to stop your workout if something didn't feel right? Don't you think you'd ask for someone to help you before pushing yourself to injury? If you're like a lot of my followers who want to listen to their body, the answer is yes. The reality is this. Your body is not fragile. Your body is really resilient. And I can tell you that anticipating pain, predicting fear or discomfort will only increase your chances of experiencing them. Don't believe me? Check this out. It's called the nocebo effect. And it's how a lot of women think their way into failing at their goals. See, imagine if you enrolled in a double blind study where you didn't know anything and the person who was giving you the test didn't even know that the person above them did know. And you were given a pill to take twice a week and you were warned about the effects of stomach pain and fatigue. After two days in, you start to experience stomach pain after your meals and you feel completely drained after your workouts. So... You bring it up to the researcher and you ask to be removed from the study due to low energy and stomach cramps. It's then that he tells you you've been put into the control group, that you have been taking a sugar pill the entire time. This experiment has been tested dozens of times and it is called the nocebo effect, very similar to the placebo effect, which is a positive impact. This is a negative impact. See, your brain is so smart that it wants to fulfill the thoughts that you create. If you predict that you're going to look like a fool, if you predict that you're going to hurt yourself or take up too much space, get in someone's way, you are going to experience at least one of those, I guarantee you. But instead, if you go into the experience thinking that this will only benefit you, this will only get better with time, and allow yourself to feel the best you've ever felt in your body And I guarantee you, things will go very differently for you. Now, if you've been hurt before in the gym and the memory of past hurts is keeping you away, I get it. Personally, I had a very serious back training injury from years of overtraining and undereating. And I know the daunting thought, what if it happens again? When I break down the cause of my injury, it wasn't from strength training. It was from a drive and a desire to make my body acceptable as quickly as possible. I did way too much, way too soon. I wasn't feeling my body. I didn't care about if my body was even ready for the challenge ahead, if I had prepared myself for the weight that I was going to lift. And this can happen to a lot of new trainees very often. We get overzealous. We go all in instead of taking things in strides. Instead of asking for help, we try to do it all on our own. And instead of being patient with the process, we try to skip steps. We try to 
run for the barbell instead of working with dumbbells and working on our movement. You don't have to start with a barbell right off the bat. You don't have to follow an advanced training program when you're just getting started to see incredible progress. In fact, some of the most incredible gains that you will see are in the first year of your strength training. We call them newbie gains. And it just gets harder from there to make progress. You will make the most amount of progress in the first year that you start strength training. And you don't do that by taking crazy jumps forward. You do that just by showing up consistently and working where you are able. You won't get ahead quickly. In fact, you'll likely hold yourself back by putting your body out of commission too early and too soon. When you realize that strength is a lifelong pursuit, it is a skill that takes time to learn and practice. It gives you permission to learn slow, to go as slow as you need to, to get it right so that it feels smooth. It feels right. And your body gives you permission to take the next step forward. Treat your strength like a skill to be learned, like a person that is working on a grand product to be created. Give yourself the time to fine tune, to tweak, and to progress at a way that your body allows you. Listen, every single thing that you do on a day-to-day involves risk. Everything. Brushing your teeth can make your gums bleed, but you still do it, right? Crossing the street, risky business, but we do it anyway. You cannot eliminate risk but you can reduce them. So let's talk about that next. How can you reduce the risks in the gym so you can be confident and gain the strength you want without injury? First, start where you are most comfortable. If the squat rack always seems crowded and intimidating, don't start there. (laughs) Start with a few exercises that you do feel comfortable with. Maybe that's squatting with a dumbbell and a goblet squat or bench pressing with some dumbbells. It's okay to start with the basics and your body will likely be better off for it. If barbells, platforms, and kettlebells all seem intimidating, then pick up some dumbbells or resistance bands. Maybe practicing some exercises at home so you feel comfortable before squatting or pressing or pulling in the gym is your move and do that. Listen, please do not let perfect be the enemy of your progress. That mentality will keep you spinning your wheels for years and never moving forward. What you use when you're getting started isn't as important as just getting started. As you get more comfortable, you can experiment with different implements. You can try a barbell. You can ask for help. Okay. Hope this makes sense. Secondly, Increase your exposure time to the free weight section. I know this sounds a little scary, but frequent exposure to movements helps your body to get better at them. The more practice you get, the better you'll perform the movement. So you can start it once a week, maybe move to twice a week, maybe three times a week, doing 10 or just 15 minutes of strength work. At first, Lunging, squatting, deadlifting, pull-downs, and push-ups may feel weird. (laughs) Maybe it feels like your body is robotic and you don't know what you're doing, and it's okay. I promise you, the more you practice, the faster your body will learn, the better you'll get at doing them. Third, choose a weight that feels doable. If you've never lifted weights before, 
Start with a weight that allows you to work in a full range of motion without any pain and gradually build up from there. Now, when I say full range of motion, I do not mean that you are squatting like a princess squat that is like barely squatting. (laughs) I mean, squatting all the way down and all the way back up, learning to do a full squat, learning to do a full push up at whatever level or amount of weight that you need to start with and then build up from there. As an example, when teaching client how to deadlift for the first time, we literally start with a dowel rod. (laughs) It weighs like three pounds. And then we add dumbbells, maybe a kettlebell, and eventually a barbell. There's a progression and a process. Allow yourself to feel comfortable at one step before progressing to the next. Third, don't force feed an exercise to your body just because you saw someone doing it online. Your body might not have the range of motion, stability, or strength for that exercise. So if something doesn't feel right, as in it's consistently causing joint pain or discomfort, it might mean that you've bitten off too much for your body to chew at that moment. At the moment. Maybe in the future, but at that moment, it might be too quick too soon. Take a few steps back. Ask for help from a professional. Don't push through just because you saw someone who looked fit doing it. Your body is unique to you and requires you to train it at the level that it is ready for. Okay, fourth and finally, you may be asking the question, what happens if I encounter a jerk at the gym? I wish I could say it's never going to (laughs) happen. I would be lying. We don't know if it's going to happen. But what if someone makes a comment about your body? What if somebody tries to critique your form? What if someone asks you to move out of the way? What if, what if, what if? While I believe you should expect the best experience, sometimes it can be helpful for us to prepare for the worst. How will you handle uncomfortable situations? First off, it needs to be said, your body deserves the right to take up space. You are a kingdom woman made in the image of a holy, just, and powerful God. There's no one in the gym who has rights to any more space than you do. Own your space. (laughs) You are worthy of it. And anyone who infringes on it can be politely asked to respect the space that you need. You're not stabbing them for asking for it. You're simply asking for boundaries. And that is a human need. Listen, you cannot control people in the gym. You can't control their thoughts and actions, like you can't stop someone from flexing their biceps in the mirror or checking their teeth in the bathroom. People will do what people will do. Best case scenario, people can do their own thing and leave you alone. Worst case scenario, someone takes it upon themselves to be your trainer when you didn't ask for it. Listen, if somebody wants to give you a piece of unwanted advice, first off, know this. They're not trying to harm you. This is not them attacking you. Don't take it that way. They likely just feel like they're in a spot where they can offer help and they want to help you. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. But the reality is that you didn't ask for it. So it's okay to politely thank them for thinking of you, but let them know that you're trying to work on this on your own. Or you have the option, which is my personal favorite, to throw a question back at them and ask them where they learned that and start a conversation with them. It is totally up to you. You know you best. So if engaging in a conversation is not something that seems comfortable to you, 
That is okay. (laughs) Everyone is different. Remember, you are not in the gym for them. You are not training for them. You're in there for your God-given body. You're in there to do a task that only you can do for your body. No one else can do it for you. If you're interested in learning how to lift weight safely and don't want to second guess if you're doing it right, I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't recommend for you to seek professional help. You're going to save yourself a lot of time. You're going to see a lot faster results. And even if it's just for a few months to help get your feet underneath you and learn how to put together a workout that is evidence and science-based, then that is awesome. And if that's me, I'd love the opportunity to work with you. If you're listening to this podcast when it's released, I'm currently on maternity leave with my hubby and baby, but put a date on the calendar for yourself to hold you accountable. I'll be back in action in August and taking discovery calls to help you identify a plan that will fast track your way to results and see the strength that you want. Okay. The takeaway from today's episode is this. Gym intimidation is a real thing for a lot of women, and it's common to feel nervous about starting something new. But with the strategies you've received today, you can know how to take the first step towards your strength journey with confidence. And as always, if this podcast encouraged you in some way, share the good word. Share this with your cardio gym buddy and go on this together. It's always better to have a friend with you to laugh about your flops and encourage you to keep going. Until next time, friends, stay strong. All the love, Coach Laura.